Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're glum or gay, from you plus me versus the world to you run away, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. It's a much better place due to people like him. It's my co-host, Evan. Uh, though I remember the chair girl and the bike thief man, I'll grope for my co-host wherever I can. He's sacred. I'll like, I'll like a <laughs> Sorry, I almost said your last name, even though it doesn't matter. No, now nobody that you're, cares. Well, now that you're like on the Facebook group as your actual name, anyone can just be on our Facebook group and see you. There's no Facebook group for our show. Yeah, there is. There is? Like a, It's like a little... We have a page, don't we? Have on, on the face, oh, I guess on the we Facebook. do. Yeah. I mean, we never update it, but yeah. it's there. But when we post, it posts as the page. It doesn't post as Saker. But now people know my name is Saker. You can just type it into fucking Facebook and get the facts. Easily easily wouldn't easily. be hard at all it's actually you have to try and ignore it well now we're we're barbara streisand we're streisand affecting it at this moment people are looking it up they weren't even interested before but now they're <laughs> is like that well, a, I is, that a streisand, is that like the mandela effect this well you've never heard of the streisand where, effect. where she doesn't really exist in i like that's right did you know that she didn't she was never here well it's just a collection of other women barbara streisand sandwich um, it's no, her full it, name. She had some fucking huge ass mansion that was like infringing upon uh, some land. I don't know. I don't know the whole story, but the idea is that nobody fucking knew about it. But then there was like one tiny little news story, and she tried to suppress it. But then people were like, uh, "Why are you suppressing?" And then they jumped on this story. So it was like it's when you call attention to something that uh, that was tiny, and now it's big. No bad publicity. I don't know. No, but and then she got. That's how she got her role in Funny Girl. Yentl is the first thing that came to mind. Yeah, but I didn't want to go right to Funny Girl. She was in Funny Girl. Sure. Can you name three Barbara Streisand projects? I got Funny Girl and Yentl. Did she do one based on uh, um, her Christmas album? Do you think she did a whole movie based on her Christmas album called Miracle on Thirty Fourth (laughs) Street? Sure. Yeah. Try sand for the holidays. Oh, that's good. Throw sand for the ho- some sand for the holidays. Oh. Why don't we have a ho- holiday sand? Holiday sand. <laughs> Why don't we have a holiday sand? Well, You're saying it as if we have a sand for other days, but we don't have a holiday sand. Yeah, I mean, there's sand every other day. Well, you're right. So doesn't that make it holiday sand? Correct. Okay. <laughs> Great. Well, no, it has to be special. You have to, be, gus- you have to gussy it up. We would just dye it different colors, mm-hmm. or would it taste like? Like, I mean, like D- Diwali has like the the dye that you throw on people. Like, I want a sand holiday where we scatter sand everywhere. And okay, let's like, build this out. It's like National Anarchist Day or something. You throw sand everywhere, and it gets in things. It just makes everything more uncomfortable and more difficult. Okay. Like anarchy. Okay. Yeah, electronics no longer work, so everybody has pocket sand on that day. The problem is, you can only hold so much sand. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like sand lives on a beach. Yeah. And then you put it in a backpack, let's say. Yeah. And then what do you do? You use up your sand in the first hour of the day. That's fine. Huh. It's like it also mimics sort of like the grains of sand falling through the hourglass that is your life. Oh. So it's like an existential thing. Some people ho- some people hoard their sand. Okay. And they they have a, they keep it they keep it close for put a long time. Cheeks. But yeah, but it's just not that. And some people just spread it away, you know. Okay. But that's that's life, man. Okay. You use your sand however you want to. Hmm. As long as it doesn't infringe on anyone else's right to use their sand. But we are destroying their electronics in there. <laughs> you got to do something with it. Imagine how satisfying it would be to stuff sand inside a VCR and turn it on. <laughs> 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 the noises it would make are so mentally pleasing. Maybe we me. are anarchists. Yeah, that sounds fun. Do you? I was at a uh, secondhand store the other day, and they had a VCR there for $125. <laughs> That seems insane. But I was thinking, when is the last time I saw a VCR at like a thrift store? I don't know. I think VCRs are now like 
you know, like vinyl players. Oh yeah, you know what like, I mean. Yeah, they're like they're like artists only. No one's making them except for like artisan people. Yeah, right? oh yeah, yeah. 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 So, so every VCR that is wanted is taken, and they're breaking all the time. I'm sure. So like, what the fuck are you gonna do? You're not gonna buy another VCR. Call the one don't... VCR repairman. He'll fly out to you. It costs, oh. it costs ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh man, artisan VCR repair. Um, yeah, I don't know VCR, but I know they're like VHS collectors. Yeah, that seems like a stupid thing to be a vhs collector because like i know that like if you're collecting vinyls like you're doing it for the fidelity because sometimes it sounds better yeah like and you like the lo-fi things but i guess i guess the lo-fi aspect yeah yeah the pop the, the pop and his fucking... the, the, you want to see a shittier version of the movie that you with with no like ability to like yeah but go... it's also it's collecting anything at this point that isn't like a fucking humble figurine is uh is right like i collect video games but then i think all the time like those are all just degrading, as they said on my shelf. Like after, I'm gonna put that NES cartridge in, and it's not gonna play anymore. What's the lifespan of a video game? I don't know. Uh, so you might as well put sand in them. Oh shit! <laughs> I might as well. No reason not to. Wouldn't it be satisfying though to destroy something uh, you love? I wonder what noises my Sega Genesis just, just would take make. It, just take it apart. I have that like you know appel de vide sometimes where I'm like, just fucking burn it all. Is man. that what it's called? Yeah, like where the where you're like, you want to jump off a cliff? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Appel David. What does it's it mean? It's like the appeal, appeal to of, David. Appeal of the void. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, and the one the one footstep that was there was when David pushed you. Oh sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But, but David, why were there only one step on the on the uh, balcony? <laughs> that was when I pushed you, son. <laughs> oh, the posthumous David conversations. David. David. It almost sounds Italian. Manja, manja. indeed. Hey, uh, pasta's coming up. Gonna do some pasta. Are we pasta in? What? <laughs> The pasta, pasta I'm coming up. What's and that? What is my that pickup truck. Is that Wake Up? Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah. I forgot. I was thinking, like, that's a Grinning Streak song. And I was like, no. wait, no. We listened to that earlier on this yeah. album. Yeah. Jesus it's one of my favorite Christ. songs on the album. This album, and we'll get to the resequencing next week, but mm-hmm. tough album to resequence, I thought. It was really easy for me. Okay. <laughs> I'm so curious. You know, like the way you look. I guarantee it. Okay. You're not like yelling at me. We've got to get to it. Because mm. I want to get to the resequencing this I want to battle with you. Okay. What do you want to battle about? This song. Okay. Which this is- song is called Peace Lady. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Peace lady's here, and she's ready to be feared. <laughs> she's living in a van down by the river. <laughs> she's living it up on the top of the DVR. <laughs> I don't think she lived up there. She lived in like a ravine next to it. Yeah, that's right. In yes. a tent. So let's let's first cover the history of the Peace Lady. Pauline Francis Murphy, or Pauline, well, Pauline Davis, nay Francis Murphy. Yes. She. Uh, so so this song is based on a real person who was nicknamed the Peace Lady, right? Um she would basically uh, stand on top of the Don, bridge. Don Valley Parkway. Or the Don, or Valley, the Don Valley, Valley Parking Lot, as we like to call it up in <laughs> Trana. That's so funny, the DVP. Uh, or should I say the Stevie P? <gasps> Do you think it was intentional? No. <laughs> um, and uh, she would just flash the peace sign. And she became a fixture. Remember when the internet didn't exist? 
And that would be an entertainment piece. Like, look, that lady's up there every time we pass. That's fucking wild that that is something that people know. She was like a uh, material meme. Yeah, I guess so. Like Uh, An analog meme. She wanted to be a meme, but she couldn't distribute herself be, so she just yeah be the meme be you want to see you wish to see, see yeah <laughs> is where i was going with that you knew um yeah and and her mission ostensibly she stood on this bridge in toronto uh she wanted to unite all religions together she yes. thought she was chosen to do so unite all religions together but listening to her talk it's clear that she wants to unite them under the rubric of like protestant catholicism yes or yeah. protestant christianity yes, like she was chosen by she god. was call, called by the christian god yeah. to unite all <laughs> religions which kind of already presupposes that that one religion to rule them all she was called by the marvel god one above all to <laughs> she was called by odin to <laughs> oh yes unite the religions um bring me back is it weird that the marvel universe has odin and loki but then it also has hercules but like that it also odin has and loki are aliens they're not i mean they're they're gods in the same way that like fucking Mar- martian manhunter is a god like they're just they're, yeah we've written stories about these aliens we've we've mythologized them well yeah at least martian manhunter didn't like intercede in our fucking history right he did. Oh, he did? Like, he came from Mars in, like, the 1100s. Well, I mean, our, our recent history. Yeah, I mean, but, like... He saved us from like, Starro. We, we know he's not a god, right? Uh, Yeah, I would say that's probably true. But, like, like fucking, the fucking Asgardians came to Earth, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I guess we fucking go, go raiding or some shit. Yeah, right. yeah, and they're like, oh, thank you, Odin. Oh, oh, well, if you're going to thank me, you might as well, like, worship me or something. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> I mean, I'm not asking for it, but if you, if you totally do, like, it'd be cool if you did. Um... So she, the the Pauline like had a had a I don't know ostensibly normal life, right? What quote unquote normal? Like she she had three kids. Okay. Was married. Yeah. Was called by God. Left all three children to go in the woods and unite all religions. Yes. She did it for twenty five years, and then she got hit by a car in twenty thirteen. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, I guess God is done with me. And then <laughs> went back and like started dating a guy. Yeah. Went like just ha- went. Back to a normal life. Like, she abandoned the peace lady name. Yeah. She, I watched a news story where she was like, I'm distancing myself from this name. I don't want to be called the peace lady anymore. So yeah, she just fucking abandoned it all. She was done. Done with this whole thing. Or maybe God was done with her. Maybe God was but done with while her. While she was doing that, she's cleaning houses. Like she was, oh, she, she, had like a, she like went and cleaned houses because she okay. put her granddaughter through like college. Oh, wow. Canadian college. So it was probably much cheaper than American $17. college. $17. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, got it. Got uh, it. Yeah. So, so Speaking she of college, reunited. I have a friend. We have a mutual friend. You and the peace lady? Yeah. No, me and you. Oh, okay. Who it blows my fucking mind. He was teaching out in Ohio somewhere. And then he's like, I just don't want to teach. And then he heard a podcast. is like, someone's like, Slovenia is nice. And he's like, oh, well, I'll apply to a Slovenian university. And he did. He got in. And it's like $20, $250 like a quarter or something. Because uh-huh. it's, it's European. So it's yeah. completely subsidized by the government. And he's like, I'll just move to Slovenia. Un- Fuck, man. Fucking real. Fucking Europeans. Is this Chris? Yeah. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't wanna... know where he was nowadays. Yeah, he's in Slovenia. That's wild. Okay. Just, microcasting i know but i'm just it just blew my fucking mind that, <laughs> that you is because i'm like so the co- university is subsidized over there but i thought it was just for like citizens yeah like i could just go to fucking like the czech republic oh anybody holy fuck i guess so incredible. as long as you get in like it's it's covered mostly That's wild and okay. he's like i don't think anyone's gonna accept my doctorate from like university of slovenia <laughs> but you know it's a good way it's a good couple years to just think about life yeah i guess so yeah for 250 bucks yeah i don't know but then you have to it's probably not it. too expensive over there too you know, the dollar know. goes a long way in slovenian slovaks yeah i can say that because i think 
think I've got my grandfather was half Slovak or something. I'm Slovak as well. Slovak, we're Youngstown buddies. All everybody's yeah. Slovak. I remember, in yeah, I remember him putting on like fucking movies in like Slovakian. And, oh really? Yeah, and like listening to yeah, but he wouldn't. I mean, he, we were like he was like second or third generation, so he oh, okay. but he spoke Slovak somehow. Oh okay, wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I'm. He would yell at me, yell at me in it. What he would he say to you? Him. I don't know. I don't speak Slovak. I don't speak any Arabic, but when my dad called me a majdub, majdub! I knew what he meant. <laughs> when he said yella yella majdub, <laughs> I knew I knew majdub was he was calling me an idiot. I knew Ashadifni was how should I know? Because that's whenever I asked him anything, he would say Ashadifni. Uh, and I knew Katajez Mijui, which is chicken shit on a stick, <laughs> which is whenever I asked her what we were having for dinner, he would say Katajez Mijui. Um, nice. Those are the, those are the <laughs> the few phrases I know in Arabic. Nice. Hurry up, idiot. I don't know. How should I know? And chicken shit on a stick. Nice. So I can. You could probably go over any, any you know, country in I the Middle East or say South hello. Africa. <laughs> I could just mm. say. You hurry, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fine way to say hello if yeah. I'm an American. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you know, because like people in Arab countries are famously lazy. Unbelievably <laughs> so. Um, let's, should we do the track by track? Or do you want to talk about that last? No, I, we can talk about it now because like the fucking through line of the song is so fucking obvious. It's not like Ken, uh, Kevin had any like deep knowledge to reveal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, they just, they talk about. Um, who she is uh but jim says we write about ourselves but i feel oh, like yeah i fucking clocked that too. when we write about others that's a step forward and i put yes in all caps like yeah write about other people yeah dumbasses but then again this song is sure it's writing about other people but it's writing about how other people affected them so you're still <laughs> writing about yourself from, per, from your perspective yeah. yeah you're like you're not taking like, another pov almost almost saw it he was like <laughs> so close he's like <laughs> Man, you like to see like the, like the the, the, wa- the surface of the water. You see the light up above. He's reaching up from the depths. Then he oh, no, and just kind of retreats back into his little fucking cave he's of so self. Fucking lost. Like, how about I write another song about my family? <laughs> how I feel about them? Hold on. How about I write about the peace lady's impact on my family? <laughs> family. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh. I did find out that. Lyle's on the track. Oh hell yeah! Lyle Robertson Hebert is on the track. Hebert Robertson. Hebert Robertson. Is that's, that his name? that feels better? It rolls <laughs> off. It rolls off the tongue. It rolls okay. off the tongue. I don't know. Do you know if that's right? Is that the right? Did, uh, you, did they like they did a mush up? Like that's his name. Heberson? He's credited on the on the album as he, Hebert Robertson or Robertson Hebert. I can't remember. Hebert. Huh. Interesting that they just mispronounced. They we misspelled and mispronounced her name is Natalie Hebert. Hebert's last name. We are calling her that. Uh, I thought that would have been really a cute story if he were like 10 and he was like singing in the studio. But he has his own band and he's like 22 years old. And he's like, old. oh, sorry. I'm just, yeah, oh, I just I'm sorry you caught me singing here. Heck no. Oh, well, weird, even, weird. Is my voice good? Do I have a nice voice? <laughs> Wow. Okay, I guess I'll be on the track. <laughs> like the fuck. And we I? know from pre- future like previous tracks on like track by tracks that he is desperate to break in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And Ed is not helping him at all. Yeah. I guess you can do backup vocals on my fucking dumbass peace lady track. Well, I do wonder if there's. Do you want to play rain drum? And Tyler's like, <laughs> no. It's the only time I found peace. <laughs> That's my favorite fucking line of the thing. It's like it's I haven't so been this calm in ten years, and I'm so glad that Tyler found peace. Tyler's talking about putting ball bearings inside a drum and rolling it around, which you can hear right here. 
And he said how it brought him unbelievable peace. Just he felt so calm. Um, yeah, I, well, I wonder if uh, if Ed did that as kind of a a kickback because I wonder if Lyle gets some sort of cut of the album because he is credited on it now. So from the studio or from I don't know ASCAP or whoever. Fascinating. I don't think so. That seems weird because I bet they're like what studio is putting this out? Raisin Records. Raisin Records. <laughs> if you wanted an answer, there it is. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's their uh, their their company. Okay, um, so they're putting it out. Oh, I don't. I, I mean, I, I don't know if it's their company. Like Treat Baker Incorporated. <laughs> yeah, is it? I wonder if Raisin Records is owned by them or not. I know Raisin Records has released a lot of their albums uh, from Snack Time onward. I just typed Raisin Raisin. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> uh, Raisin Records. No, they're independent label okay. and production company. So it's an indie label. So no one's getting fucking paid off this. Um. Oh, they no. They they did Rolling Stones. They did Muddy Waters. They're not indie. Okay. No, they're they're a big uh, fascinating. Okay, well, yeah, maybe a uh, little Lyle's getting a little juice, a little bit of juice. I don't know. There, I, it it seems like an easy way for him to get health care. I don't know what you would get out of that. <laughs> health care. Yeah. I mean, actors have to take shitty gigs they don't like, like commercial gigs, in order to get health care. So I'm wondering if musicians have to. They're they're a union, right? No. There's no musicians' union. Not in fucking. I don't know. Maybe in Canada. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. know of one in. Like what? Would, I don't know, man. <laughs> we don't know anything. You about just found that. that my knowledge is so shallow. Strip down, no nothing. Podcast broad but shallow. Um, Ty says this is a perfect ending. I know. Record fucking blew my mind. I know you. Okay, let's tip our hat here. Tip our hand here. I know you love this song. I don't love it. I think it's fine. I know you fucking jerk you off talked to this about, song. <laughs> I, I I did say it's fine. So yes, I jerk off to it nightly. But you were so down on this song. Uh, your little boy Kev Hearn. Tyler said a mellow and pleasing song. I don't know. It's a okay. We'll get. We'll, you want to talk about the song now? Let's talk about the fucking song. What did you not like about this song? I loved the music. Right. Great. The, the music Me was too. fine. Great, Super great. chill. I know. Fucking chill. Lo-fi beats. Another lo-fi beat to study to <laughs> for our big boy Sakey. He loves those. He loves those guys. Put this on while you're fucking grading papers or oh, something. Oh, one hundred percent. Yes. But the fucking lyrics are dumb as shit, and that whole. Peace lady, peace lady, peace lady. Like the fucking that. <laughs> peace lady, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady. It was like Kev got to the end of a fucking line and realized he had more music. Uh-huh. And Ed is just making that like roll, like, <laughs> keep, like keep going from the, yeah, from the thing, like draw this out. We need to hit like, we need to hit the 77, <laughs> hit 77 the minute mark on the album yeah. or we don't get our cut of the uh, the Musicians Guild yeah. royalties. We don't get healthcare this year. And Kev's like, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady, peace lady. Peace lady. And then everyone's like, ah, peace. <laughs> no. Ah, peace. Ah, peace. peace. Like it was just... so fucking lazy peace and love um, peace and love peace and love yeah and, I, and I I did say that was the worst part of the song and I know that by far it was super narrow and super specific right he's talking specifically about a Toronto fixture that happened in a very specific time frame I mean granted a quarter of a century but and then he makes a lot of references to other fucking Toronto shit I had to look up 
Yeah, right. Which I kind of liked. I like that there was a little more in this song for us to sink our teeth into. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that part. He, it feels like he's trying to do a manual fade out a little bit. He's like, <laughs> peace lady, peace lady, peace lady. <laughs> like he's, it's very, very strange. But you can't focus on that. You didn't like the rest of the song? Like, I agree. That part sucks. But did music, it totally spoil? Music was great. Okay. Like, the, as, I mean, for a Kev song, it's it's good. But, like, I don't know. I just compared it to the Kev songs that I like and the Kev songs in this album that I've liked. And it was it came out possibly. Yeah, it's very different from See the Tower, which sucks. I loved See the Tower. <laughs> Unreal. I loved whatever the other one was. What uh, did he have another song? He, had, album? He, he said four songs in this album. Yeah, okay. There's See the tower, the one we listened to with like the beeps and boops that we, was like two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, you gotta I help could, me. You gotta help me. On I this. could tell you all of them. I don't remember the uh, name. Dream Hotel. Dream Hotel. Yeah, love, love Dream Hotel. I think Dream Hotel is my favorite. See Enough time was the other Enough one. time is horrible. It just everybody hot, hates it. Hot garbage <laughs> water. Like. You're taking the trash out. You feel something drip against your leg. That is fucking <laughs> enough time. Enough time. Uh, I wish I had enough time to double bag this fucking trash because I got garbage water but, in my jeans now. And this is the, this is probably the third. The, wow. No, this might be. I mean, we both love Dream Hotel. Dream Hotel is welcome to the peace lady. <laughs> um, but this one, you didn't like the the stringy sounding synths. You like the so, music, musicality. I thought the, the fucking violin in this song is beautiful. I thought it was fine. I just want to fight with you. Okay, all right, you're just feeling spicy today. Yeah. Um, I thought, as soon as I heard that violin, I was like, That's got to be Hugh Marsh. Got to be Hugh yeah. Marsh. It's not. He's not credited on the album. I was almost sure. Somebody named Kendall Kendall Carlson. Yuck. Is. I know. I thought, what kind of a name is Kendall? It, a boy or a girl, you think? Or a non-binary friend? Non-binary friend. You think, okay. And also, Carlson, I mean, it's just, you're just telling him what, who your dad is. Son I don't want to be defied by, oh, never mind, it's a, it's a man then. Uh, Although men can be any, any gender, right? Uh, Kendall Carlson is the Western Michigan University Athletics okay. Women's Gymnastics Champion. Okay, so women. <laughs> I don't know. No, this is Kendall Carlson violin. Is it even a violin? It is, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, Canadian singer and fiddler. She performs with the folk music band The Paper Boys. <laughs> Now you know. Their boy's made of paper. paper uh, she's boys. young. She's uh, uh, eleven years old. <laughs> she was. Uh, she's thirty-eight. Wow. Okay. Wow. Fantastic. Wow. We've learned a lot about Kendall Carlson. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I love those the strings. Yeah. I they were. I great. love the strings. I like the piano melody. Fucking mm, chef's kiss. Like that. I, that like sort of wondering piano melody. That sort of like. Yes. Like, absolutely. I thought that was so fun. Speed that up times ten speed great yeah give myself a heart attack oh yeah how was the 1.5 get to it early fine okay all right that's fine <laughs> Didn't really uh yeah the melody <laughs> music was still good peps up the piano a lot uh-huh uh when he goes like toronto <laughs> oh like, i don't remember that like when he first the first time he says toronto and Does then, he like, say it weird he like goes down on it and it's weird because he like his voice gets all like monotone uh -huh. and then, like you hear like just like some sort of demon whispering in the background <laughs> no i'm kidding he just, <laughs> he just says toronto he like swallows the o in toronto growing up Toronto, I've arrived with Do you think the Peace Lady haunted this track? The, well, the on 1.5 speed, you know the cars that are swishing by that they yeah. do? Like, they sound super threatening. Oh. They speed. It's like, you, you go, yeah, you go from, <laughs> like something's breathing in the background. Um, like waves crashing on the beach. Man, I even wrote, like, I wrote a couple negative things, and then I wrote, 
impossible to say it's bad though <laughs> I, I couldn't understand how anyone could see this as a bad song um i did think that boy, so three minutes and two seconds are yeah, the last lyrics just about to mention that <laughs> yeah i i said 320 i was a little more charitable than you because i kept in peace lady peace lady peace lady. no the last lyrics that are like not just a repetition she's the peace lady the peace lady peace lady peace lady yeah yeah so there are 205 words 20 20 percent are either peace or lady <laughs> i love that you ran the stats on this album 12 out of 31 lines are peace lady or a piece okay so 38 yeah 38.7 percent and i like as i was doing it, i'm like i wonder if this is just me like or is that how every song is? Like, are most songs just chorus? Yes, that's true. I'm just yeah. like, I'm fucking leaning on Kev because he's got like a little, he like does it like 5% more than normal yeah. like songwriters. Well, especially the Bannican ladies don't often do that, I feel like. Um, with the, I mean, with, with an Ed and a Jim, we don't hear that same like wild repetition that we hear with Kev, right? That's, that is unique to him. Because I, I feel think. like Kev's an improv, like a, he's a musical improv guy, yeah. right? He, he likes to improv stuff. He likes to put out melodies and stuff. And I feel like, the music comes first for him, and yes. then he just puts the lyrics in afterwards. I mean, I, I think as evidenced by the fact that he's released entire, like, piano jam compilations. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely a music first kind of guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'd say that that's probably true. Um, the beginning of the song, did you... I also fucking hated the chorus. Oh, you did? Okay, please, let's the go into the chorus. He just... Lady... Uh, the peace but lady. it's so much it's like just he just says the, the fucking dream the dream <laughs> like the end no, of but, the, the, but like welcome to the dream hotel it's like oh sure is a fucking chorus right yes this I is was just thinking about the tight the, the, the title of the song he just says <laughs> that's the chorus to see the peace lady Ed has done Ed is guilty of that as well a couple times on the album just like saying it yeah which is why they need to stop I mean I, I understand that it's very easy to name your song the chorus of the song but we need more fallout boy titles to Brennan Lady songs more 2d6 titles yeah, where absolutely. you can never even know but like just saying the peace lady <laughs> just lazy you you don't like that I like that I don't know um yeah uh the, the beginning of this song, yeah, oh yeah, I wrote about the fact that it's a fucking tail dragger, but it is kind of, it's serene at the end. Yeah. And if you like Kev, mm-hmm. it's a Kev ending. And yeah, and, and you like Kev. I do. And be, again, like I said, this is my third favorite song on the Kev song on the album. Probably, okay. probably my fifth or sixth favorite song on the album as a whole. Okay. That's such an indicative fucking, the back half of this album. I would bet the you- The back got, half of this album is way better than the front yeah, half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five out of those six songs that are your favorites are the back half yes, of the album. Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Uh, but like, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh yeah, like BNL likes to do it this way. They like to go out on a soft Kev whimper. Yes, they do. Like they've done it basically almost every album that I can think of. Who's, why? And What's, I can't think of many albums. So it just, <laughs> Why do they do that? Is well, Kev forcing I think, them to no, do No, I think Ty sort of summed it up. He's like, you know, like- I, Ty really loved this song. He's like, yeah. I really love the song. It's very calm, and that's how I want. That's how we want to leave the album. Just sort of like, all right, well, I'll see you later. I hope you had a good time. <laughs> like, it's just a send off. If, if you could see to like hitting that bell down there, liking and subscribing, <laughs> you know, that'd be really do us a service. Like, and if you could go to like check out 
www.lyle-hebertson.net.cr. It is, it's very much a Midwest goodbye, though. Yeah. It's very much a, uh, you know, we're on the couch, and then we're, like, standing up and chatting in the living room, and now we're standing by the door, and the bees just looking at each other. It's like one of us went, whelp, and, like, did the, did the yep. Midwest, like, whelp and slap, slap both knees, and course. then, like... Then yeah, then we, then it, that that means there's a half hour left. Yeah, of, of right. conversation. Exactly. Yeah, that is every Kev song. It's just a Midwest. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I go. I go take a Tupperware. No, hold on. <laughs> you know, there's too much food for me to eat alone. Um, oh shit, shit! I forgot to do uh, the Secret Santa gift I have for you from uh, three months ago. <laughs> Everybody, come back. Um, the beginning of this song sounded so much like a uh, like a Ken Burns Civil War documentary, <laughs> like a like. Dear Martha, I'm writing to you from the front lines of the war. It's been difficult. Please send roast beef sandwiches. I miss them desperately. Give little Squeaky Junior my love. Uh, I don't know. It was a very uh, uh, unique sort of sound for them where it was different than what I'm used to hearing. Um, I don't. That's all I had to say about the music. We could talk about the lyrics. Did you have anything else to say about the music specifically? No. The music okay. was great. Um a piece of what? The lyrics. Oh. A piece. I, <laughs> a piece. I was about to answer you as if you were a real person. No. You know what they're fucking saying. A piece. <laughs> you don't 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 make me don't make me do this. <laughs> don't make don't make me put you down. Um all right, sorry. I was very If I'm not adopted in the next thirty seconds, I'm gonna be <laughs> euthanized. Um the uh the lyrics are interesting. Yeah. Um I think there are some facile lyrics in here. Uh, I'd ride with my parents wherever they'd go. Like, yeah, of course you would. That's kind of the job of a child. That's what they do. In Toronto, I'd ride with my parents wherever they'd go. She w- I think when my parents all left me at home. <laughs> <laughs> they gave me enough money for a big New Yorker pizza. Uh-huh. I ate it all in red web comics. <laughs> Homestuck. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, Strong bad. There are so s- sad. <laughs> are you my real dad? <laughs> this is turning into one night somehow. Turning into strong bad. So Strong's sad. Dad. Are you my real dad? dad? A big cat. Uh, there's so many references to look up here. Now we got the chair girl. Wait, you mentioned the chair girl. Up. Yeah, Marcella Zoya. Marcella. So I remember the chair girl and the bike thief man. I'll vote for the peace lady whenever I can. She tossed a chair off a 20, 20th story balcony onto a highway in Toronto. Yes. And she was charged. Yeah, because she posted it on the fucking internet and it went viral. And yes. the police were like, mm, mm, that's illegal. <laughs> Can't do that. Oh, you know you're making us do it now. <laughs> we do, like, we were going to let it slide because, I mean, it didn't cause a pileup or anything, but um, you're you're going to have to... <laughs> We're gonna have to take you in. I'm sorry. First time we've made an arrest since 1983, but <laughs> we can charge you with, it. I'm gonna charge you with uh, 2,000 hours of community, 160 <laughs> hours of community service. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Twenty th- two thousand dollar fine. Canadian. Canadian. Ten dollars American. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but it is fucking like horrifying. Yeah, and that could have easily. Was, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, killed someone. It was a. It was a stupid thing that some a drunk idiot did. Yeah, and and and, and then have... the, that happens, right? Drunk idiots do drunk, stupid stuff, and then. She posted it online because she's an idiot. Or somebody did. I don't know if it was her who posted it online. Probably her friend, her drunk yeah. friend. Um, um, she was in a Drake video. We, she was? She became a local celebrity, basically, because of the, it went viral. And then she was in a, a Drake video for, like, 
very quickly for like a couple seconds oh, because she was a local local toronto my god celebrity. and then she got charged and like put in put on probation and thought th- and he t- took that section out oh was, really yeah he's like oh oh no this was a bad thing i did yeah fucking no duh drake jesus well i mean drake himself is also a piece of shit so that doesn't really surprise me um but w- sorry we should say here that kev is counterpointing like the peace lady against this there have been bad people from toronto yes. right so we're talking about the chair check lady, out our mayor yeah. Smoking yeah. crack, selling furniture. No, that's... I do want to get to the bike thief, but... Oh, Igor Kenk. Okay, let's get to him now. Um, the bike thief man, Igor Kenk. Igor Kenk. Oh, he's from Slovenia. Oh, is he? Yeah. Uh, he was from Slovenia, and he moved to Canada, and then did the bike thief thing, and then he, he got out, because he was in... They put him in jail for, like, 30 months. For stealing... 2,865 bikes. How wild is Stashed that? across the city. Incredible. The police were ra- raided his bicycle. Well, they raided like, him in 1990, like, uh, 94, 93, and then found 140 bikes in yeah. there. Stolen. And they're like, well. Don't do this again. Okay, this is your warning, all right? <laughs> and then they raided him again. Bikes 15 years later, out of the fucking building. They couldn't get into the fucking yeah. thing. The, the fire the fire department was like, oh, you guys can't go in there. <laughs> so fucking wild. It's a, se- it's he, a health hazard. How did he run a bike clinic if his fucking whole place was full of 2,800 bikes? That's he didn't wild. do it well. No, he had obviously. to steal the supplement, I guess. But yeah. Um, yeah. that's uh, Now he's stealing bikes in Switzerland. But talking about counterpointing the bad. We yeah. talked about the mayor, right? Uh, which was mentioned in See the Tower. Does it feel weird to have two homages to toronto on this album like very specific time and place and if that's not the theme of the album the theme of the album is presumably getting old right in toronto really every song on this album is set in toronto toronto good that is how the locals say it toronto 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 Toronto. i think it's toronto you've said that to canadians from toronto (laughs) and they said no we say toronto Who's, who was this? It was at a concert. A con- you're like, like okay. I hear it's called Toronto, and they're like, nope, just Toronto. <laughs> I, don't know who said, I don't know who told you that, but they were fucking pulling. They pulling your leg, guy. It, it felt weird. I don't think they're all set in Toronto. The, in fact, Dream every hotel single, is set in New York City. Every single one is from the perspective of uh, a man from and Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. there you go. <laughs> of course they are, but no, it's it's a very strange. We didn't need both of these songs. Kev- they're both about hyper local references. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a song about New York City. It's not about... It's about a hotel in New York City. And see, okay, the tower's about a tower in Toronto. You are gaslighting this me. This is about a, a, woman, a woman in Toronto. <laughs> I told um, you I'm feeling hostile today. You are. I'm coming, I'm coming guns blazing. You, clearly. Um, we, where Peter found his pot of gold. Up by the highway where you pay your toll. Or by the rainbow where Peter found his pot of fucking idea what that oh is it that guy who did the fucking is it peter doing drug thing no this okay. is peter monk uh he is he built the world's but i don't think so he is it's a jungle out <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's a torontan philanthropist he built the world's biggest gold mining company uh and presumably that's what they're talking about when philanthropist they t- yeah he like gives money to all sorts of causes in toronto and i because i think that uh, that's one of the people who he talks about in a positive light. Actually, he doesn't really portray him in any light. He says, up, yeah. up, up by the rainbow where you pay your toll, by the, ra- or up by the highway where you pay your toll, by the rainbow where Peter found his pot of gold. I think philanthropists as a whole are fucking a blight. I mean, Why? because they're, us, all of them, 
all of them are either a piece of shit who made their money doing something terrible. Okay. Or inherited their money from someone who did something terrible. But- And they want to give it away. Good. Good. But it shouldn't be theirs to begin with. It should- There are much better ways than a fucking- quadrillionaire billionaire piece of shit giving money to some fucking pet cause right yeah it shouldn't be whatever fucking rich people think needs to help in society it should be you know distributed to people who actually deserve and need the fucking money sure so how do you do that kill the rich okay their money isn't going to go to everyone redistribute it the romans had it you just burn down the fucking temples melt all fucking (laughs) fucking... you are feeling very anarchy today yeah i just i don't know i think millionaires are fine what you want to be a millionaire good what did that fast food do to you last night <laughs> billionaires should not exist yeah well great when you reach 999 you that's your cap you, you should you, be, every, you should every be, overflow just goes you should be 100% taxed. taxed yeah you should be 100 percent or, or close to 100 percent. yeah like everyone fuck man who needs who needs more than i don't know 100 million dollars i kind of you need I, it i mean yeah gotta go buy the fucking asteroid <laughs> i gotta go get it how am i gonna get anything done I mean, what if I want a really, really, really nice house? What house costs $100 million? Is the, bar- $100 the Barbie million dream house? house. Oh, the Mojo Dojo Casa house. Mm. That's a good Barbara one. Streisand's house. Barbara Streisand's um, yeah, house. Uh, yeah, so, I, okay, all right. He's a piece of shit, I guess. I mean, he's better than Justin Elon Musk. Yeah, but I, it's a fucking <laughs> shitty comparison. All right, that's fair, I guess. Um, Kev also mentions like Johnny- I just, I'm just thinking of like Andrew Carnegie or like fucking Rockefeller and like sure. what a what a fucking philanthropist these guys are. Look at all the money they gave. Did you know Andrew, Andrew Carnegie was five foot one. Uh, what a piece of what shit. A little fucking what little, a little, I just a little guy. Stomp him into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Can I tell you what? Like to, if I went back in time, I would just fucking go up on the street, fucking punch <laughs> that guy right in the fucking course, face. I think the tallest man in the world was five five. Back Grimes! when the Carnegie. <laughs> oh, was it was it Elon Musk? Grimes! Um. Can I tell you what the Peter and Melanie Monk Charitable Foundation donates to, and you tell me if they're good people or not? I, they're better than if they just hoarded their money, but yeah, sure, I'm fine. Okay. It's fine. They shouldn't get to choose. Uh, well, it's distributed more than $300 million to a variety of organizations that work to improve the health, education, and international reputation of Canadians. So, education. Ooh. He was a major donor of, to the University of Toronto, his alma mater. Not great. Not public school. Uh, enabled the establishment of blah, 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 blah. Uh, sustainable donation to the Isra- Israel T- Institute of Technology. Okay. So what, what what are we supposed to be doing here? What are we learning about this guy? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, the Fraser Institute, a think tank oh. for free enterprise education. Okay. So a fucking conservative think tank. Got it. Uh, he established the semi-annual Monk Debates which are debates on major policy issues held in Toronto, Canada. Oh, that doesn't seem it good. It sounds like it's yeah. for rich people. Fucking flat earthers coming. <laughs> um, and then he helped- I just need to make sure every opinion is heard. Speaking on an of, equal playing field. Um, fucking. Uh, well, we'll get to it. Never mind. That's the B sides. That's next week. Um, didn't listen to either. Uh, you didn't. I downloaded them, put them on my desktop, but I'm s- so fucking busy. Unreal, because that's most of the episode is me reviewing the B sides. So it's just gonna be me talking to myself. Great. Okay. Uh, Monk helped create the Peter Monk Cardiacs. Cardiac. Jesus Christ, what is wrong with me? The Peter Monk Cardiac Center at the Toronto General Hospital. Okay. Um, and he donated uh, forty-three million. Oh, one hundred and forty-three million dollars to that. Uh, that's it. So he's like a Les Wexner. Yeah. It's like a Toronto's Les Wexner. Oh, yeah. For for uh, anyone else outside, um, Les Wexner is like a Columbus Peter. 
Uh, Grun- Grungleson or whatever his fucking last name to is. To Linda McQuaig's book, The Trouble with Billionaires, Monk's donation to the University of Toronto came with strings attached to ensure that the school would fit the political views and sensitivities of Peter Monk. Cool. I want to like fucking bite him on the face as hard <laughs> as I can. I want a big mouthful of monk. I love that Kev, Kev is such a fucking walking contradiction because he talks about how, you know, we played cowboys and Indians not worrying about colonialism. <laughs> but like, then he goes on to, I mean, he certainly doesn't say one way or the other about Peter Monk. Yeah, he says where Peter found his pot of gold. So he's like, where a rich guy got rich. Yeah, but he's not, everyone else he paints in a light. He paints Johnny Barnes in a positive light. He paints the chair girl and the bike thief in a negative light. Who are Pauline and Johnny Barnes? So here's to you, Pauline and Johnny Barnes, too. It's a much better place thanks to people like you. Uh, Pauline is the peace lady. Okay. Johnny Barnes is a Bermudan citizen. I said uh, Johnny Barnes is a Toronto detective. I put a Johnny Barnes t- Toronto, and it is Toronto detective or a uh, lecturer for ter- for the Toronto Department of Language, Literatures, and Culture. Uh-huh. And English is a second language lecturer. Well, Those are the two Johnny Barnes, or ta- whatever his name is. That's the fucking weird thing. You would think you would put in Johnny Barnes Toronto. Uh-huh. This is the only non-Canadian reference in the whole song. Why he's in here, I mean, thematically he fits. He's a uh, a Bermudan citizen who used to stand in the same place every day during rush hour and wave at cars and say, God loves you, God loves you. And he became this, like, fixture in Bermuda. Like, oh. So very much like the Peace Lady, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and there's, like, a statue of him in Bermuda now. Um, a statue that was built before his death, which is wild. Nice. Yeah, he got to enjoy it, man. I'd be the, um, the grease lady. And she's like, dispose of it properly. <laughs> don't just lady. don't just dump it down the sink. <laughs> just stand on top of the you like deliver a public service message for twenty five years atop like a fucking overpass. Yeah, that's hard to do because there's a lot of information. Like, recycle not- your put your batteries in a it has recycle don't just throw your batteries in the trash do you recycle your batteries yeah i used to because there's a battery recycling thing at my work now we've moved to a new office and they don't have it so i don't know what to do i'm just holding them in a bag until i can find how many do you have 10 i think you got through batteries slow uh i think you're allowed to trash batteries now no i think you are i think there's been a federal mandate the trashing batteries is okay that's horrible they said that you can throw your car batteries in the ocean if you want to you do not have to thanks biden <laughs> can i throw car batteries away in the ocean <laughs> oh wait no not car batteries i meant regular batteries because i think you can now i was reading something were you was you, it on like the fucking uh keep those batteries out of the trash keep them- <laughs> it's illegal to throw away any kind of batteries you sure you didn't hear about it at the fucking monk debates? Uh, it's very, very possible that I did. Oh, well, fucked up. Fuck up. Oh, well. Alex Jones told you to throw your batteries away. <laughs> um, What else did you have to say about this song? Is there a link between mental illness and being the most vocal God supporters in the world? Because Pauline definitely was mm-hmm. mentally ill. I think a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Johnny Barnes, I think there was something about him and mental illness as well. So I'm wondering, I I don't know. Like, I just like, I've never, I don't, I've never been that way. I don't know. But like, I feel like, I don't know. There's a, there's something appealing about a connection to like some sort of magical, like feeling you're super important. And I feel like a lot of, um, I don't want to say a lot of mental illness, but like the, the type of like, thing that grips you to uh-huh. feel like you're gripped by some sort of outside thing i'm some sort of some sort of compulsion i sure. suppose i feel like 
it's easy to feel like that comes from outside of you. Sure. And what else is going to affect you other than God, right? Or, yeah. a- or aliens or stuff like that. We just don't hear about the ones who think that like aliens told them to stand on the overpass or whatnot. We're yeah. just we're just using anecdotal evidence, but like I don't know. It seems it's sort of a you know correlation or causation, right? You're you're mentally ill because you believe in crazy things. Yes. And you're crazy because you are mentally like you believe in crazy things because you're mentally ill, right? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah. But I mean, right. if you're gonna if you're gonna be the like if you're, if you're gonna have a pro- way to do it this is the best way to do it yeah, yeah. oh no i'm, I'm 100 I mean, on board with she that. did abandon her three kids yeah but they <laughs> seemed like they reconciled later which is very weird yeah it, it, i that would be hard for me to come back from i feel like that level of forgiveness for my mother abandoning me well she put her grand she was close to her granddaughter and put her through college yeah well that's she, she put that 25 dollar canadian check in the mail every <laughs> every six months for three years that's wild i don't know um what else did you have to say about this song? Why do you keep asking me that? I don't have anything else. What, to say. Yeah, but what else? Like, do you have other comments, other questions, other indicative remarks? No, I'm okay. done. I'm done. All right, Ev, why don't you tell me what vampire movie this song oh, is? Man, that's a surprise to me as well. Okay, Uh-oh. got it. Uh oh. <laughs> I I did this so long ago that I forgot what did vampire you really? movie. Yeah, and yet you didn't have time to listen to the B sides that I sent you. Yeah, it's been a hell of a fucking weeks. Has it really? Yeah, I'm a busy guy. You could have canceled uh, Council of the Fist last night and just listened to Barry Good Lady. It's the only thing I wanted to do for the past <laughs> two weeks. This, of course, is about the Catherine Bigelow directed Near Dark. N- male gigolo <laughs> uh near dark I speaking of that, that speaking of that i got a uh speaking of male gigolo mm-hmm. i got a uh, fucking facebook ad for the a rob schneider um fucking stand-up thing that he's apparently doing in cleveland and like the five the five second clip that i read uh-huh. that i even listened to i'm like i wonder what rob schneider's comedy is like it was immediately bad oh yeah he's like these fucking Look, look, think about these like fucking airlines now like fucking uh u.s u.s airlines was like we're hiring and we're trying to focus on diversity diversity <laughs> you're, not gonna, you're not just gonna hire like the best pilots oh my god yeah i mean i knew he <laughs> like, was off just the deep immediately end. like there was just no fucking breaks on that it is it, it's it is wild how out people are with just the fucking most horrible things in the world now like there are Several comedians who I've loved for a long time who are just like just Zionist and proud <laughs> on Twitter, and it's like holy shit, well, the, dude. Because of like the I don't know, I think like the internet has enough pockets of support where you can feel you can echo chamber and feel supported no matter what your fucking insane view is. Because for there's sure. enough people or evil view or whatever, like there's enough people who will support it, right? Yeah. And and tell you you're you know just ignore those haters, man. You just keep talking about how you know we don't. There's no problem in America. I think the bare naked lady said it best when they said we're more united than we ever were, or more divided than uh, Mangy Kerr. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody remembers the fucking lyrics to that song. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, starring. So uh, what else do you have to say about this song? Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> Near dark. Catherine Bigelow, you might know her. She directed uh, Point Break, uh, Hurt Locker, Zero Dark Thirty. Oh wow! All those good movies. Okay. Um. Star Jenny Wright, uh, Adrian Pastar, Bill Paxton, oh. R.I.P. to a real one. Goodness. Lance Henriksen. When was this movie uh, released? 1980s, baby. Oh, wow. I've yeah. never heard of it. Okay. It's, it's like a very famous, well, it's a cult classic. Okay. It didn't do very well when it was released because it was released very close to Lost Boys. Okay. So it kind of kind of got shuffled under the rug, but it's a very fun vampire me movie. And, and I'm going to tell you all about it. Me and you could be called the Lost Boys, how much we love Jack Shepard. Am I right? <laughs> Took me a second for my brain to even put that together. 
All right, never mind. I was holding up my hand for a high five that never came, listeners. I'm like 10 feet away from you. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I, I should get up, do it, do it. get up off my mic, walk over. I thought it was good enough that you might Clear do away <laughs> all this trash that Saker has scattered around his basement. All these and then beefy the fucking animal's going to bite my feet. You know, there's <laughs> Rodney. He lives here. <laughs> all right, go ahead. What are you going to say about this song? Caleb is a young man from a small Oklahoma town. Just uh trunking around meets an attractive woman may okay who bites him on the neck and then runs off oh sunrise sunset <laughs> sorry i thought we were singing okay yeah, what about what about me saying it in a, in a <laughs> talking voice well i mean it could be like a shatner thing where i'm like dictating sunrise rocket man sunset. i'm a rocket man <laughs> so uh sun comes up caleb starts to burn of course okay uh may arrives with a pack of roving vampires she came um, back. That's sweet. Yeah, she came back with her her like pack. So it's like um, Severin played by Paxton, who is a like fucking gun, gun like guns blazing insane vampire who just wants to like burn everybody down and eat people. Okay. Um, then there's uh, the leader Jesse, who is played by Hendrickson, and then there's a little boy vampire. Oh, like a like one like a fucking um, whatever her name was from Children. Uh, uh, no, vampire sorry. interview with the vampire. Interview with the vampire named Homer, and then there's Diamondback, Homer. who is uh jesse's girlfriend okay so um so may can may uh severin paxton wants to kill um caleb but may convinces him and uh jesse to reluctantly allow caleb to stay around for a a week like a training period um but uh caleb is unwilling to kill because he's he believes in peace okay he's peace lady lady. yeah but so may lets him drink from her wrist okay Um, the vamps travel the highways and overpasses um and they burn down a biker bar, okay. uh, like well, a bicycle bar, as Ken, <laughs> as Kev said. Uh, they kill all the occupants, save one, which Caleb allows to escape. Uh, they're angry until Caleb, until the next day. Uh, well, a couple days later, the cops come after them because they've been murdering people like left and right. Sure. Um, and Caleb puts himself in danger to help escape the room um, during the raid. Uh, which during the raid, uh, pff, fucking Kev, fucking on the fucking Diamondback, throws a chair through a window. We got it. She's the chair lady, okay? Oh, okay. Um, you find out, and then there's like a moment of like connection. Jesse's like, okay, good, you did good. Okay, maybe I won't kill you this week. And then there's like a combination where you find out that Jesse fought, Jesse's like 150 years old vampire. Lance Henriksen's like 150 years old, fought for this, fought in the Civil War for the South, of course. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Why that little detail? Wait, Lance Henriksen? Yeah. I'm thinking Bishop of- from Alien. Okay, yes. I was thinking uh, was of Lance Pump- Reddick. Pumpkinhead. I was like, Lance Reddick did not fight for the South in the Civil War. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, Neither did Lance no, Henriksen. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying a character played by Lance Reddick probably would not have fought for the South in the Civil War. So anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Um, all this time, uh, Caleb's father and sister, Sarah, have been looking for him. So they've been kind of tracking these vampires across the country. Um, and they finally fi- they catch up with them. They hold the vampires at gunpoint. Um jesse kind of kind of like goads uh caleb's father into shooting him and jesse just takes the bullet and then like spits it back out oh like it's whoa. Just and he's like bullet that huh? sounds fun fucking idiot but when that happens homer the child vampire vampire uh imprints on caleb's sister imprints imprints all right Sarah. He's like, back to twilight I, I want you to be my companion okay so the father's like fuck but then uh um so they kidnap sarah for the first time uh, but she uh, basically opens a door during uh, the day and burns them. And Caleb uh, helps Caleb escape. And he's like, I can't, I can't do anything when the sun's come. I'm going to burn up. Like, yeah. I'm just going to burn up. And she's like, well, have you thought about like a blood transfusion or something? Because you got like this vampire blood in you. Why don't you put some human blood in it? He's like, 
no, I never thought of that. And they do it, and it's fine. He's a human again. Oh, that's it? You just need a blood transfusion. Jesus Christ, what an not easy even like, Not even like a full blood transfusion. You just need like a bag of human blood. You're, you're, wow. you're good. You're good. So, but anyway, the vampires follow. Uh, they capture Sarah because May is like distracting Caleb. She's like, why don't you come back and join us? It's such a good time. I'm so glad having you here. Yeah. And Caleb's distracted, so they get to capture Sarah for the second time. Uh, Caleb goes after them uh, on horseback. The horse shies, throws him. What era is this? Fucking Modern 1980s. Day? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. So, so yeah, because they're driving around in like a van with blacked out windows. Okay. Right? <laughs> That's their thing. Uh, so the horse shies, throws him. And then Caleb's like, well, that didn't work. How about I get a tractor trailer? So he gets that, runs over Severin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Bill Paxton. Severin jumps on the fucking, uh, Severin's like, I'm not dead. Jumps on the thing, starts to rip the tractor trailer apart. Mm-hmm. Caleb jackknifes the thing. And then Severin blows up in a ball of flame. Jesus. Uh, Jesse and the others have to flee because sunrise is coming. But May has a change of heart. Change, change, blah, 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 change of heart. So she breaks out of the back of the van, carrying Sarah to Caleb. Oh, that's She's sweet. burning up. Homer follows. Is like, my mommy. Because he's imprinted on Sarah, sure, remember? Sure, sure. Oh, so he wants... Uh, he being burns, a partner is he, being a mommy. He burned... He's a little kid, man. Well, he's a little kid physically. He's still a little kid mentally, though? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> All right. Another one of Ev's famous... I told you, man. <laughs> I remembered. We're I love the Know Everything podcast. I love him. So, all right. Both of them burn. Uh, Jesse tries to... Um, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Caleb tries to cover Jesse as she... Or May as she burns. Uh, and... Uh, um, but then uh, Jesse turns the van around, tries to run them both over. Doesn't work. Van blows up. Jesus Christ! Lots of this is the eighties. Yeah, the vehicles, gas tanks were just van fucking. Blows up. Well, they're like because when when uh, May broke out of the van, she like fucked up their like sun protection. So both okay. Jesse and Diamondback are like on fire. Got you. Uh, so they're like, fuck! I'm gonna take you down with me. Okay. And uh, cut. May awakens. Her burns are healed. They're like fucking just blood transfusion. You're fine. Oh, you're human now. So she and Caleb hug. Film ends. Okay. Post-credit sequence. Post-credit sequence. Peace, lady. Peace, peace lady. Peace, lady. Peace, lady. Peace, lady. All right. So we have some obvious stuff. Chair through the window. Yep, yep, yep. So this is like part of a resurgence of 1980s vamp flicks along with like Lost Boys, Vamp, Monster Squad, Once Bitten, Fright Night. Okay. The, the um, writer wanted to make a Western, but no one really wanted to do a Western. So he's like, fuck, I'll just add vampires. Okay. And then they were like, yeah, vampires. Works, <laughs> works for me. <laughs> okay. So um, there are like 15 movie theaters on the... Uh, um, uh, Don Valley Parkway. Okay. Close to. Uh, there's the Cineplex wow. Cinema, Cineplex VIP, IMAX Dome, Cineplex York, Cineplex Odeon, Universal Studios Canada. So um, this is Kevin not writing about like the Peace Lady as a physical thing, but like going to the movies with his parents wherever they would go. Okay. And clearly his parents took him to some adult movies he shouldn't have pro- probably seen as a kid. <laughs> is but, that like, why he is the way he is? Movies gave him peace. Okay. Vampire movies, especially being a young vampire, right? So the highway toll that is he's talking about, where you up on the highway you pay your toll, is obviously uh-huh. the need for vampires to hunt. Okay. Right? The toll of vampirism is you drink blood, you feed upon the okay. living. Right? Okay. Um, by the rainbow, Pete, where Peter found his pot of gold, obviously he's talking about Peter the Apostle, who was crucified in Rome under Nero. Uh-huh. Rome, as in Rome around, which is what the vampires did. Also, this is a big backyard <laughs> reference, of course. I became a drifter, like these vampires, and began to roam. Okay. Fucking Kev, man. He just can't do he's it. fucking... He's good. He's layers on layers. So, yeah, the wi- the window that he's talking about, the, 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 the symbolic window that he's throwing the chair through is the theater screen. The peace lady is obviously Caleb and Mia. The bike thief man is also obviously Severin, who kills all the, bu- the motorcyclers, and the, th- and, the uh, and the chair girl is Diamondback. Who okay. Uh, Pauline and uh, John Bon Jovi, whatever that is, still, <laughs> still kind of inscrutable to me. Um... So, yeah, uh, and he's talking about being in the rain and sun and the cold. 
out there, which vampires can just endure. And not the, in the sun, though, not at first, until they get that blood transfusion, eventually. And uh, a piece? A piece. Is, a what, piece. is what Caleb and Mia find at the end when they... Oh realize that vampirism can just be easily reversed which is fucking awesome right yeah why not just be a vampire for a little bit and then come back what a great ending yeah you could pause your life for a little while just stay the same age that rules. all you need to do is kill like a couple people a week that's not bad not a bad cop it's not bad which like um imagine like you're a civil war soldier <laughs> you're a vampire for 150 fucking years you don't have to con- to imagine i was that's yeah right. imagine you're me but i didn't have to kill anyone i just was killed okay right yeah and then you just like Oh, I guess I'm. I guess I like the '80s. I think I'll just age in place here. That rules, man. That rules. That sounds like a lot of fun. I got a lot of wisdom to bring. Imagine like dating as a 150 year old vampire who's now a person who just discovered like, oh yeah, I can just be a person again. Cool. All right. What would you have to imagine? It would be fucking weird. Dear Martha, <laughs> thank you <laughs> but, for thank you for accompanying me to the uh, ether frolic. That's a whole genre to the dance club of uh, fucking. Uh, you Please know, send roast beef sandwiches <laughs> of time dilation stories of love. Like that's a whole thing, right? You don't have to. There's some things that transcend time, you know. And I think the language of love is one of those things. You okay. don't agree? I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I've never fallen in love with an ancient vampire. Oh. Or even an old vampire. You're lost, bud. Only the young ones for me, please. Only the young, young date ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go. Interesting. I like it. Great read. Thank you. Are you sad? Sad about what? Last read. No. <laughs> I'm free. Maybe ever. I'm free. Depending on how we want to sequence the next episode. Be slaney, be slaney, be All right. We'll figure out if this is our last read ever. Um, now it's time to rate this song. As usual, we rate the song on a scale of bare and naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. Eb on a scale of BN to FC. <laughs> oh. W-Y-A. Where you are. <laughs> I am called to take off my clothes. Cold like call, from the herd. Called. Called. I hear a crystal clear, crystal clear call for, that rings, resonates through my skull. The skull tel- call. Skull call. <laughs> Gotta pay the skull call to get in. <laughs> You want this baby boy's hole? <laughs> God, baby, this call, call. So I am called. I don't. I have to abandon my family. Yep, that's what God demands. Okay. But God asked me to stand not on a highway overpass, but on like the corner of a fucking uh, country, country, dirt country road uh-huh. where cars pass three or four a day. And I'm just standing there out there. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, how do I live? He's like, I will provide. I will provide for you. Okay. So, and for some fucking reason like i guess he does like animal an animal will come up and then just pass die at my feet and i'm like oh this you just eat the animal got to god told me to christ okay i mean if you are hearing messages from god and you know it's god you have to do what they say right right how do you know it's god you are filled with you have no shadow of a doubt it's magic right either yeah. you believe in magic or you don't right and so you, you have a vision, right? God comes to you uh-huh. in fucking class. You're teaching and okay. says like, walk out of class or I'm God. And you're like, oh yeah, I know for a hundred percent fact, this is God telling me to do this. Like I created the world. You know, you know, for a fact, you have no doubt that is God, man. You're like, nah, I think I'll stay. I think I'll ignore the, the line cr- between surety and mental illness. Do I have the wherewithal to go? This is fucking wild. I know this doesn't happen in real life. Of course, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to check myself into a doctor right now. You could if you want, but okay. are you sure you want to like... Fuck, deny the word of God. Yeah. 
I'm going to hell forever. You if could I don't be do this. like, yeah, you know, no, you're right. You know, it. magic is real, and fucking Gandalf appears. Ev, but what if I say to you, "Hey, this is God speaking through Sacred now. I want you." But see, this I don't, really is God. I don't know for sure though. But yeah, yeah. I'm not sure with sure a sense of surety. I don't have the the mental illness or uh, faith. <laughs> I would say to, uh, "Hey, you're lost. See you in hell." All right. Uh, what happened? Now I blacked it's my out. idea of hell. <laughs> uh, man, you've Listening gotten so much to from this album. Yell. <laughs> so my clothes rot off me eventually. Okay, I'm just a dirty fucking hobo on the side of the street. God doesn't give me any message; He just tells me to stand there. So okay. I do. Uh, and so I'm wearing like jeans that are fucking rotting, half rotted off my body. My shirt has holes in it. Like it's holy, ob- holy. A, yeah, it's obviously been through seasons like that. Somebody. Somebody fucking gave me a poncho, so I'm like at least a little bit protected. But okay. I am I am not long for this world. But that's fine because I believe that I'm gonna go and sit at fucking God's right hand. Okay, I'm sure of it. So this is a fine song. Like it's <laughs> like I said, third favorite Kev song on the album. You turned around from what I thought you were gonna do last night, which what? I thought you were gonna just fucking tear this song. No, apart. I just wanted to. I, I you want to make me you scared. reacted so positively to the song. I wanted to be a little fricked, frictive to yeah. you. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. A little bilabial frictive. Um. <laughs> This song, this big old song. Uh, do you go to heaven when you die? Did well, you, were you were sure? That's not for any non-believer to know. No, but I believe. Tell me. I guess if I believe, then you did. Yeah. Wow. If God was truly speaking through your Saker. God, this is so easy. All you have to do is believe, and then if you were wrong, who cares? Yeah. You just die, and if you were right, you go to heaven. Yeah. Why am I not religious? It's a time <laughs> commitment. I guess I have. Yeah, a, uh, it's a time commitment, and also there, depending on the religion. I mean, you could be like a Unitarian or something like that. Someone who is just very pro- a church that is very progressive yeah. and welcoming. And he's like, I am a. a you, you're probably a Unitarian minister. Everyone yes. is. Yeah, 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 who yeah. isn't? Yeah. Okay. It costs like fifty dollars. Yeah. I don't know. There are a couple people who can't afford it. Can you marry people? No. Oh. Okay. I could give me give me forty five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's all it took. And and then at the end, they're like. Well, you need your fucking uh, uh, degree from the Unitarian from, from Church DeVry in, or, in order to fucking actually marry people. And they show you it. And across it, it has a, a big watermark. I just put it into fucking Photoshop and took out the watermark. I was like, all right, I'm a minister now. So you stole it? No. I passed the course. I'm not going to pay $50 for my degree. I did it. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm so you're not going to tithe to the church? No, no. So no you, tithings for me. Okay, so Good you, you're not Christmas a man of faith. And a happy new year. Which is what God told me, which is why I'm not telling you if there's no. heaven or not. Fucking tricked you, um, you piece of shit. It took literally 45 seconds for me to discover whether you're, you've believed or not. Right now, I actually do believe in God, for real. Mm-hmm. And I, ha- I am for the rest of my life. So well, if you truly believe in God, you're going <laughs> to sign on right now and give the Unitarian Church $50. <laughs> I will give Protect Trans Kids $75 no. that I no. won from no. the Royal Rumble. You won again? <laughs> no, I didn't. Oh. Wouldn't that have been great? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, this for me. New shop in town. It's called Get You a Slice. And all they have there, they have pies, they have pizzas, they have cakes. Any round food. They have any round food. What's another round food? Pancakes. You don't think of pancakes having slices, though. You don't get yourself a slice of a pancake. Yourself a slice of pancake. Yeah, yeah. Just anything. Any, I'm trying to think of other slices. Slice it would food. be sociopathic to eat a small pizza like a pancake. Yes. 
to cut it into <laughs> that would, it would just be start amazing. to start on one end and just <laughs> yeah, go all the way through. They're probably the same size. Like I will, I will semantically. There's I will no sometimes difference. tuck into like a slice of pizza with a knife and fork. If it's super hot, maybe. I, Otherwise, I, I, I just like the mouthfeel, and also it slows me down because I want just like I'll eat like seven slices, oh, or I can like part. draw it out a little bit. Oh, okay. So it takes longer to eat, which I which I enjoy. But like, I'm trying to think like, so lasagna, right? Okay. Do you get a slice of lasagna? Because you do cut out a piece. I Is it a, a slice? I'll have a I'll have a piece of lasagna. I'll have a slice of lasagna. Slice of lasagna. It doesn't make sense. Like, okay, so I, you put the lasagna in a round tin, and you take out like a wedge. That's a slice of lasagna. That's a slice. But if you put it in a square tin, you right. take out like a square of lasagna. That's a piece. It's a piece. So the slice has to no, be no, that. No, 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 no. I think you could have a, a slice of lasagna. I think you could have a slice. I, 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 if you had a square lasagna and you asked for a slice, I wouldn't be like, what a weird thing to say to so me. So I say, okay, slice of cake. What are you thinking of? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let's do this thought experiment. Okay, okay. Slice of cake. What are you thinking of? Uh... Is it a round? It's, is it's it, a is round. it a is it a wedge of cake? Piece of cake. Yeah. And if I say it's a piece of cake. Piece of cake? What are you thinking of now? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like one of those square ones so from like a sheet yeah, cake. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. It's got to be round. It's got to be round. Round to get a slice. <sighs> Fuck. He's right. And there's no way I can argue with him. Here's my argument. That's faith. I think pizza <laughs> slice, mm-hmm. right? Lasagna? I think I could slice. I think it's any Italian food. You could have a slice of spaghetti. You could have a slice of mm. baked ziti. What about, a, what about sliced roast beef? A slice of calzone. Yeah. You could slice deli meat. But you're, I think that's more a reference to how it is cut, right? It's You're, you're slicing it. You're not, well, that's what pizza is, too. That's you're fair. S- yeah. It, but the fuck is going... Ugh, man. Forget this restaurant. <laughs> fucking burn this restaurant to the ground. The restaurant burns down because of angry fucking people. Yeah, the guy, the guy just... He opens, he's like... Cuts the ribbon and he just like looks around and goes, uh, 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 I don't know. Oh. He hears the voice of God he in goes, his head. He, goes, going, <laughs> <laughs> he goes and stands on the side of a dirt road for yes, 45 yeah. years. But I keep all the, I've been the sign spinner for Get You a Slice. And uh, every day I still stand because God has spoken to me through my head too. <laughs> the building is, business has been closed for years, but you're still out there spinning that sign. I stand by the side of the road. You know what? You still draw a paycheck for some reason. I do every year. Yeah. Every, it's yearly. Very yeah. strange. It's a yearly paycheck. Um, but I stand out there in my pizza costume. And he pays. He pays my, whatever, whatever, like he pays a dollar over minimum wage, whatever that is. <laughs> it keeps going up. It keeps increasing to match whatever the yeah, state minimum wage is. It's cola, man. The federal, he's, he's whatever, he's tagged to the federal minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my pizza costume, my pumpkin pie costume, my cake costume, my costume where I dress like the front man from cake, my, uh, and, and people go, you know, there he goes. That's the peace man. Right, because I'm always just a piece of whatever it is. But is a piece a slice? Only I know because God told me. <laughs> I know the secret. Uh, but basically, it's a a costume where you can see my face through the top, and then it tapers a down. A slice is always a piece. A piece is not always a slice. Venn diagram. Okay. Sure. No, it's not a Venn diagram. Like a, well, it's a Venn diagram a sli- where one is entirely within the other. Yes. A square is always a, re- a rectangle. A square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle isn't always a square. Right. Yes. Anyway, free arms, free legs, covered body. You want arms? We got them. You want legs? We got them. Hey, come Penis. on down to get you a get you a limb. My dick is dangling in the part of the uh, the little slice part of the pizza at the very bottom there. Um, so you get picked up by cops every day. It's not visible. It's inside. Oh. It's like oh. a little nest for it. It's kind of nice actually. <laughs> Cradles it. Uh, yep. We'll be right back with more. It's all been done. A very good ladies podcast. Uh. Uh.
I'm so weak. Hey, Ev. What would God call you to do? W-W-J-C-Y-T-D. Y-T-D. What would God call me to do? Um, here's what God calls me to do. Pull a pin on a grenade and <laughs> clamp it in my teeth. <laughs> and if I ever speak again, that will release the key on the grenade and I will die. So it is forced mutism. You can't spit out the grenade? Uh, it, the timer, he asked me to hold it for four seconds and then uh, put it, yeah. So this is really like, I've got a half a tick on this grenade. So it's, uh, yeah, my head might explode. Sleeping is really, really, really difficult. <laughs> you have I, to like duct tape, duct tape all around my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's because that one time I said I believed in him so that I could find out if he went to heaven or not. He's very angry with me. He's uh, a vengeful god. He is. We got some Your old god, Testament sake was God's a vengeful god. Uh, New Testament god just isn't around anymore. This season's god is a vengeful oh, god. god. <laughs> Be careful if you cross him. <laughs> uh, what is God calling upon you to do? Build. Build, 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 build. Build Ev the Gaudi Kev. Uh, what's he, what are you building? Build uh, dreams? No, no, no. Uh, I, um, I'm building something that, oh, <laughs> calls on me to dig graves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you, For whom? No, that's the thing. So you I just, like, they're like, you're freaking everyone out. What you, so I just show up in like a, a school soccer field and I just start digging graves. That's, okay. <laughs> like, All right. Sir, you need to leave. And I'm like, <laughs> can't. Sorry. <laughs> this is a mission, mission from God. You're really freaking everyone out. And I'm just like, just want to get a head start this time. Oh my God. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, do you ever go back to see what happened to the great? I can't. Dog? He keeps me too busy, but he pays minimum wage. He pays, hey, he pays, dollar he above. pays well. And that's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, and it's not, it's something you can do in the night. And he pays in like gold. Oh, <laughs> you don't get a paycheck. Yeah. Who signs my paycheck? I guess is my question. Well, it's just deposited in your account. Oh, uh, sure. But from whom? The Unitarian Church. <laughs> From L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, God pays in Ethereum. I went to a uh, kids festival yesterday. Oh. Uh, real fun time. Kids Link Kids Festival. Kids Link Kids Festival. You know the kind, Greg Yoku. Yeah, you're welcome. Yep. You sign, You go to one, you get emails yeah, forever. forever. They're uh, all the same. I had, I mean, they have bouncy houses and it occupies my son for a couple hours. Uh, there was a Dianetics booth at the Kids Fest. Yeah, because they, what they do, it's a fucking, they get local fucking th- businesses and whatnot to put up booths and give away free stuff yeah. so it costs them nothing they rent bouncy houses which cost them a little bit i suppose and then they charge you to go they don't they're always free oh okay yeah so i don't know i think they must charge people to they, set up booths. they charge they charge they have like games you can play dumb games that's like, true like yeah you fucking, buy tickets yeah and then they you you pay the, you pay for the bouncy houses don't you you have to buy like a wristband or yeah something. but yeah. you don't i assume you don't of course i don't i say wear a long sleeve shirt and if anyone asks we'll go oh no and then we go to a different bouncy house i'm sorry i thought it was free you're a horrible person what they're anti-vaxxers i'm not gonna pay them money well they have anti-vaxxers at it's not run by their anti-vaxxers are like the main like supporter on the oh well. of course they weren't there this time so i guess they maybe stopped supporting them i should have given them so much money you should have given the money. We went to the uh, Disney on Ice. How was that? That was an experience. Was it really? I had a long fucking week. Instead of like, I just want to sit and wait. Movie. No, I had to go to like Disney on Ice, which arguably 
the all the skaters are fucking great. Fucking Moana landed like a triple axle. Wow, it was impressive. But, 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 but. So it's just like you get to Toronto. listen to Disney Disney songs, uh-huh. right? So they did like Cinderella. No, they did Beauty and the Beast. Sleeping Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty, like fucking Tangled, um, and then of course Frozen, right? Where which was a lot of fun because like all the kids went ap- ape shit, like <laughs> ape shit, like oh fucking awesome! <laughs> I'm sitting there going, Frozen, Sonic, so um, but there's a bunch of kids there, fucking tons of kids, and they sell like um. Flash, bright flashing LED lights uh-huh. to every kid who walks yeah. in. So there's a thousand kids with like fucking bright flashing LED lights. They're waving them around in your face. It's like someone like just flashing multicolor lights in your in warning. your eye. Yeah, okay. oh, they, they do that on the outside. Oh, do they? Like, seizure okay. warning. Like even if there wasn't strobing as part of the show, you would get a seizure from like the fucking audience. I'm sure. So it's like just these flashing lights, just like someone shining a flashlight in your eye randomly for the. <laughs> and there's like kids like screaming, walking. There's fucking tons of kids. And you're packed in there. Yeah. Like you just cheek to jowl because it's like a fucking ice skating arena. Miserable. That fucking sounds... miserable. But the kid had a good time. So oh, good. Good for them. Are they a Disney no. princess? My mom inflicted it on us. She's, oh. she's like, I want to do, I'm like, I want experiences rather than things for Christmas. She's like, great. I'm going to send you Disney on ice. I'm like, can we do something else? She's like, Disney on ice. You asked for this. Yeah. I was like, she's you. like, Disney on ice. Watch the tickets. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I didn't want those though. Like, like, can we go like a Cirque show? Like, can we come and visit you? Yeah. Like, nope, Disney on ice. Okay. That's what you're doing. Cool. That's exciting. No. It's horrible. Was it expensive? Did you guys have like front row seats? No. Did no. you touch Snoopy? <laughs> touch Snoopy? <laughs> of course I touched Snoopy. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. You know who else touches Snoopy? No. Why, that's the cast of... Cape Chronicle. Universe Journey. That's right, Universe Journey, a sci-fi romp with the crew of the ASS Thrifty. You can listen to Universe Journey as part of It's All Been Done Radio Hour, along with other great shows like The Top Notch Tangler, Daniel Kravitz, Chosen One, It's All Been Theater, and Porn Star Detective. Wait, we're, we're back on uh, the, the IABD network? No. We switched back? <laughs> are you excited? Here we are! It's like, it's like going back to, to your high school to visit an old teacher you liked a lot. And you realize that like they've changed their hair, changed their hairstyle, and sort of moved on. They have a whole new batch of kids, and you weren't as important to them as they were to you. They don't remember your fucking name at <laughs> yeah. all. Like, oh hey you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We're I'm fucking. I'm not gonna do Cape Chronicles for the fucking thirteenth week in a row. That's fair. We're going back to IABD Radio Hour. Uh, uh, man, are they still putting out shows? IABD. Yeah, they're still putting out shows. Hey, that's better than most of the shows on. Brother, fucking wherever we are now, Project yep. Greek Railed. Uh, their latest episode came out at. Some point. Well, good job, Jerome Wetzel. Still kicking it and sticking Jerome it. Jerome Wetzel's Jerome Pretzels. Um, I cannot figure out when this latest episode. It doesn't have a date on it, but it doesn't matter. Who cares? Who gives a fucking shit? Uh, you can buy tickets to their live podcast recordings at Boxland. Uh, it's all oh, done radio. Boxland. Hour. Yeah, I went there. I went to the. Speaking of looking for things to do with your kids, yeah. Boxland is like a shared workspace. Okay. Um, with like a little performance studio in it. It's like a it has like an audiovisual suite and stuff like that. But they were doing an opening, like a grand opening. It's okay. it's, it's probably a ten minute drive from my house. And they're like, oh, a free grand opening for Boxland. Fuck, we'll just go. And they had like the Columbus Koto ensemble. So like That's amazing. Three women playing like a Japanese instrument. And I'm like, interesting. Okay. My cool. kid's like, fuck, this sucks. Oh, really? But, it's fucking Kodo music, right? It's sort of a yeah, a tempo. Like, yeah, but there were a bunch of cupcakes, so the kid ate those. Okay, but the cupcakes were like spiked with eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they were like 
dyed, like they were like different color, but like the kid wanted the black ones, and the black ones were dyed with like charcoal or something. The kid just like black hands, like Ooh. all the way to the all the way to the fucking wrist, Jesus. black mouth, like just like terrifying, horrifying. It's and like, their birth control stopped working. <laughs> so don't charcoal uh, stops your birth control from working. Don't eat things that are uh, charcoal if you're on birth Child's control. Not on birth control. Okay, I don't presume things. Your six-year-old child might be on birth control. Well, listen to It's All Been Done Radio Hour right here on Project Derailed. <laughs> and we're back with more It's All Been Done, a Bernigan Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show where we, now's the time where we spin the wheel. Now's the time where we get to have a good time with my friend and steal some cars. We're the Kia boys. <laughs> I thought I should put that out we're there. the Kia boys? Conventioneers, what fandom would the narrator of this song belong to and why? Here's Kevin. But let's just assume the narrator is the peace lady. I think we could. Let's say the narrator is not Kevin. It's okay. a child who grew up in Toronto uh, seeing the peace lady every day, right? We can. Uh-huh. We can who has really. Generalized. Who has, who has like locked onto her. Yes. Like that is like that is a core memory for this yes. child. Yes, yes, yes. So if you were If you love the Peace Lady, you might love <laughs> Yeah, let's give Netflix recommendations. Uh if you loved the Peace Lady, what would be your thing that you were into? Something peaceful, something that uniting, something Something uniting but with like a a flavor uh, like a, a little a little problematic some bias. Pro- problematic bias to it yeah okay so uniting but with I mean, fucking buddha didn't call her to yeah that's true but she would accept buddha she would as a as a subservient as a subservient <laughs> of jesus christ our lord and savior yeah. um so, so I... it's fundamentally christian whatever the fucking fandom is christian like some sort of christian profiteering thing like what, so i think what are, it's... What, are, what, are, what are the christ kids into this i year? think it's gonna be transformers right you've got optimus prime who dies for your sins and then is resurrected oh it's the transformers movie from the 1980s yeah yeah yeah, absolutely yeah oh, g1 transformers that's what these this okay. guy is g1 into. transformers yeah, yeah yeah so the peace lady i mean the peace lady had the matrix of leadership right that's kind of her <laughs> whole thing she she got the touch she got the power dare to be stupid dare to be stupid god yeah that is from that i Weird forgot out, it was on yeah. the soundtrack um yeah i don't know is there anything better than uh transformers for the peace lady guy oh and then that means that later on in life he could get super into beast wars which was created by canadian company mainframe entertainment we just unlocked this for you yeah i figured this whole fucking thing out and then they could get really into mainframe's other property reboot yeah (laughs) all right now we got there reboot preboot goku was a (laughs) <laughs> it was a free boot. <laughs> uh, are we doing six degrees of reboot? Six degrees of uh, Goku. That's always. a quick one because I think one of Bob's voice actors voiced Goku in one of the early dubs uh, as well. Is Goku Goku's the most powerful, or is Gohan more powerful than Goku? I think Goku. Okay, because Gohan is half human. I don't know. I watched was Dragon Ball Z, like the half of the season of Dragon Ball Z that was on that we kept playing on Cartoon Network, and they yeah. just would restart it. Okay. And I'm like, well, maybe this time they'll continue with it. Nope, just restart it again. Really? Yeah, it was like. 50 episodes of Dragon Ball Z they had in like the late 90s. Okay. And they would just play those 50 episodes and then restart the whole fucking series. Okay. And I'm like, I remember watching it three times being like, okay, gotta be new episodes this time. <laughs> nope. Just restarted it. And you then I lost interest. Yeah. I'm not surprised. You could have been an anime kid. Could've had been. you been born 10 years later? Could have been. You would have been so into. Yeah. All I had was like 
Kyokuramao. To- Toonami and like the sci-fi channel like block where they would show That's like vampire vampire Sat- hunter D. Yeah, Saturday anime. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Iria. Zerium the but then I like then I pivoted into like black and white samurai movies and I, that got me forever. Yeah. We took different paths, friend. Mm-hmm. We took different paths. Two paths diverge in the woods. I took the one that got me a useless degree. You took the one that makes you happy. Wow. That's beautiful. Just like the narrator of this song. Peace lady. Peace lady. Peace lady. Peace lady. Peace lady. <laughs> now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, Evo. Our sexy slots. That's right. He said it. I'm going to turn that way up in the mix. Uh, this is an email from our friend, TK. TK, TK feeling okay. Tonky TK Kong into is us. my coconut gun. <laughs> TK ran into us on November 22nd. Uh, this is called One Night Video. In my spare time, I freelance doing transcripts for audio. So I'm fairly nice. confident that the line in the video where you think the guy says, I'm just trashing time, is actually him saying, um, you should try it sometime. I buy that. Yeah. Let me try some time. <laughs> He's just the most mushmouth motherfucker well, in the world. The question is, like, because she goes, what are you doing, right? Or something like that. What, what does she say? What precipitates that uh, response? I think she said, uh, like she's talking about, sk- he's talking about skating. She's like, you look cool. He says, I'm just trashing time. Ah, <laughs> uh, you should try it sometime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's how it goes. Okay. Um, I'll, he I'll, says, I'll allow it. These kids today in their mushmouths. Here's a question. Thank you. If BNL songs were ghosts, which song would haunt the White House? <laughs> TK <laughs> sent for my the icon. Biden White House. Um, which White House are we haunting? Which which administration needs haunted? I don't know if it's a specific. Do you think? Do you think ghosts haunt by administration? <laughs> you think when the tenure when the terms are over, when Trump gets back in the White House, whoever haunted him the first time yeah. is going to haunt him this like, time? Oh goddamn fucking toilet <laughs> ghost again! Uh. I don't know. Well, so we have BNL songs about dead people, mm-hmm. right? Peace Lady yeah. is about a dead woman. Am I the only one? Ed's brother could haunt the White House. Um, what song sounds the most menacing when played in a minor key, do you think? Just a toy. Just little, a toy. puppet ghost? You get like a fucking the boy scenario where they're like, okay, so you're president. Great job, like leader of the free world. But um, so you got to so there's this puppet, and you got to treat it like a real boy, <laughs> or the White House like just goes fucking crazy. Like you know, it's all it's all it's not someone living in the walls. You can't find can't solve it that way. Secret Service knows about it. You just got to treat this doll like a boy. Okay, uh-huh. his name is Vingonzo. <laughs> <laughs> now, but this does specifically say if BNL songs were ghosts. Okay, so we're not doing a boy, we're not doing a toy, we're not having no joy. This is specifically a ghost. So, which one is the scariest? Which so what 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 makes what makes a good ghost? Can you tell me what makes a good ghost? Rattling chains. Okay. I suppose grim grinning ghosts is staring <laughs> us in the face, right? Although is that two on the nose? I'm trying to think. I've got a list of all BNL songs. Oh, why? Did you I'll find out? Okay. Um, oh my fucking god. <laughs> the thing is, like, I've got a list of all the BNL song you names. You need a BuzzFeed. Oh my god. But I have no, I have no, like, half of them. I don't even remember what the songs are. <laughs> okay. What's what is song number fifty six on your list? They're by album, so I don't oh, know. Okay. I have to count right. them down. What about a, like a King of Bedside Manor, like a fucking weird, like sexy Hugh Hefner ghost? 
I could see that. Yeah, so... But that'd be but, no fun because he'd just, like, molest all the, like, female staffers. Yeah, yeah. I think this is someone who should make the president feel remorse <laughs> for the things that he's Light done. up my room. This fucking ghost is just, like... Like, you turn off the lights, they just turn them back on. That's like, not bad. Hope you like sleeping in the light, boy. Honestly, though, if we're talking about ghosts that would haunt presidents because of their policies, what we're talking about here is war on drugs being the ghost that haunts the... Uh, right? I mean, that's literally... I mean, the name of it is War on Drugs, right? I mean, it's about suicidal thoughts and jumping off bridges. But I could totally see that being a ghost that haunts the White House. Suicide, right? Yes, of course. Good. Yes, of course. When we dream. walk. Oh, Andrew. I thought you were doing when, when I dream. In D.C. What do you dream You about? don't know what you'll see. So Jerome, the ghost dance. Jerome is a good one. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. The White House... It's a great place to live, but it's got all these Wild West ghosts in it. <laughs> all these fucking prospects. Oh, dear God, struck gold God, in the basement. I hope it's fucking a prospector, an Old West prospector. In the what did he Bringing the spirit of the Southwesterly <laughs> American coast. Uh, yeah, okay. Can we say Jerome? That's fine. Yeah, or like Canada Dry. The, the, Fren- the French gave us the Statue of Liberty. Canada gave us a fuck ton of ghosts. <laughs> That's You're going to want that. these. <laughs> I do love that it, it is one of the like wildly Canadian songs. Like, see the tower. What if a building, it's haunting. A <laughs> Another, building, a building haunted. Yeah, that's not bad. So sometimes you'll just be walking down the hall and you'll just run into a wall. <laughs> it wasn't what? there before. What the hell? Weird. What's this, what's this like made in Canada? I don't understand what this you, is. You think it's stamped made in Canada? You just go up. You like get in the elevator to go up to the second floor of the White House and uh-huh. it just keeps going up. <laughs> and you're like, oh, fuck. I'm in a ghost building on the 50th floor. That is a great conceit for a short story. It could be an old apartment haunted by a, a relationship that was once there, uh, but it was ha- also haunted physical. by the ghosts of previous administrations. Yeah, Who's in where I used to live. Welcome to my Jimmy Carter. Oh, <laughs> uh, R.I.P. Yeah, he died, didn't he? Did yeah, he recently. done. He done did it. Yeah, pretty uh, recently. All right, I think those are a bunch of good answers. Do we have one answer that we love? I think we just given an amuse bouche. Okay, you know, let the let the art let the artists die i'm just gonna toss celebrity in there too just because i love it which one though which celebrity all that's left of me is my celebrity all that you will see is my celebrity every celebrity barbara streisand haunting the white house oh her mansion haunting the white house (laughs) buildings haunting buildings ebo good job i'm proud of you i'm proud of me i'm proud of all the people i could see that's you (laughs) you see yourself there you go. Guess I do. Done did it. Good call. <laughs> did it. Oh, I'm proud of Ryu. Oh. He did a good job. He did a great job. Oh, he lit up. He lit up. He's so excited. Uh, all right. Um, I got nothing to plug. I got nothing to How plug. How about you? No, dude. We have shows. We're setting up shows for uh, for this coming year. May have a show in March, but I can't talk about it yet because I don't know if it'll happen. But Ooh. this is like our last chance to talk about things that are probably going to happen in March, depending on what happens next episode. Yep. Yep. So if you're feeling like you want to come and see a 2D6 show, you better drive. Start driving now <laughs> from wherever you happen to be. Uh, it may not be in Columbus, Ohio, friend. Darnin. Darnin. <laughs> I love it. You now. He's the only person you remember. remember more people. I just am calling him out because oh, you call good. him out. I like Darnin. Uh, all right. Well, I'm Saker. I'm Evan. And we'll see you again in one Oh, we will. Week. One week.
fans on the <laughs> ground. Pound. Dog. Pound. <laughs> Cleveland <laughs> Browns. Peace Lady. Gravy. <laughs> fucking slam poetry. Seamer consciousness bullshit. Maybe there was a turn. Maybe that went straight. I don't quite remember because we were quite late. We had a movie to see at the Cineplex 3. Three, three screens? It was, yeah, they had some of those. Yeah, that's true. I remember the Nightlight in Akron had one. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's one down, there's a couple that are like artisan theaters or in that, have, that have like episode. one or two. Yeah, it just <laughs> yeah. happens. Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, hosted by two dumb fucks who love Twilight. <laughs> it's it's all been done, a bare naked ladies podcast, whether they're stinky or grunting from... <laughs> Pinky to stunting. It's Gogan Strat. Gogan Strat. Can't. We're not leaving. All right, you start the fucking episode, please. Okay, let me start this over again.